Sir, sir, how are you? Mr. Osama, how are you? Good, sir. Welcome, everybody, to Sarta Free Pakistan. Uh, unfortunately, people, uh, today's um, first, uh, the first one day got Arsh. rained out. But um, before we get into anything, sir, let's talk about the performance of your beloved Sattu Azam. Right. Yeah. So I'll start one with minute, I'll start sir. with the, the overall conditions when when uh, we were sent in to bat first. Just I think uh, there were testing conditions because we saw the ball was moving around and then Fakhar Zaman got out early. And uh, I was actually really surprised by the way Jofra Archer was bowling. Uh, he was clocking consistently at over uh, 90 miles per hour and moving the ball considerable amount. He touched 93 miles per hour on us on a few occasions. That's over 150 kph consistently. And uh, we saw him slanting the ball across uh, the left-handers, Fakhar Zaman and uh, Imam, uh, beating them continuously. But then when Babar Azam came into bat, uh, he, he he did want to play freely because that's how he's been playing ever since the South African series. And you see that he's he's done well since. um what he had what he did successfully in the south african series versus the likes of rabada and stain and all was that he was letting the ball come to him and he was working the field according to that and so he, when he would see the balls around the off stump line he would go for a cover drive but whenever it was middle and leg he would slightly uh, shuffle and uh, and flick it short of from past short of fine leg uh but today 5 seconds 5 uh, seconds please rabbit yeah but today because of uh, parchul hug as i call him uh he Adha, was sir, on sir please let me respond to all 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 this uh nonsense that you just muttered sir so dekhi people hasan sahab is a massive massive supporter of sartwazam i am not that being said jafri archer, archer is no threat to pakistan just cuz he bowled a few deliveries there in the low 90s does not make him a, a threat or an asset of any kind the man is a disgrace he's not even in the england world cup squad that he's not even from england people he's from barbados you be giles was in on and watching the match live today and he's the of the chief selectors and they are actually in a, in a bit of a fix that being said that being said sir sattu azam Hassan bhai brought up the uh, South African series. Let me remind everybody that we lost the South African series in hell and then we ended up winning two matches that were of no consequence. And Sattu Azam did not have a single match winning performance. I agree. Now He, now now works. going now going back to his dismissal today sir. Astaghfirullah yeah. sir. So, so I was coming plunket, to that. off a flunker delivery that he top edge or something or god knows through his wicket away like a Sattu sir. So please sir. I was disappointed in that but let me come back to that. So I I was making my point basically what he did well then what why he was the stand up performer in in the South African series was because he was letting the ball come on to him and then he was playing his shots accordingly. But today because he was under pressure uh, under pressure and uh, the way Imam was playing he was uh, playing at a strike rate of 20 like that's a little over one run per over and uh, he was first two of 10 balls then he was like seven of 25 balls which was mounting on pressure for uh, babar azam and he did play a couple of good shots for four 
but that he did those with the ball coming to him. But then he chased a wild one, uh, which was way outside of stump, and then it seemed a little away from him. And that's unlike him to play a shot like that. And while it was disappointing, I didn't see that coming, and that dismissal was not on. But he did get out the way he did, and now he'd be under pressure for the remainder of the series to perform because he is our your num- your one down batsman. And everyone's expecting him to do well uh, in the World Cup and this series. Sir, thank you for that lovely, lovely uh, load of nonsense that you just uh, spat our way. Look, uh, people, Asan Saab does not like Imam Al-Haq because he considers him a parchi. Let me tell you something. Imam Al-Haq Saab, this gentleman that he's referring to, who opened the batting, was on 42 not out. As opposed to our Sattu Azam Saab, who, who got out at 16. Sir, he Hassan, was playing at a strike rate of 60. Hassan Saab has brought up the strike rate. Now, look, look. Strike rate, strike rate, I don't know if If the guy is there at the crease, holding the line, getting runs, God bless him. But then again, this is exactly what amateurs are doing. He put pavi- pressure on the batsmen. He was sitting in the pavilion. And there's no pressure on the other batsmen. The other batsmen can play his game. But no, Sattu Azam, he's not being, that's my only being, being the Sattu, the Sattu Azam is, and because he has to feed not one family his own, he has to feed four families, including three from the Akmal Radharan. The fact remains, he has to do, he has to engage in such behavior. Two years. Acha, sir, chalein. Ab ye ho gaya. Ab sir, ab tayin, what uh, total were you projecting for this game, sir? So, uh... Uh, when we did our podcast, pre-match podcast, uh, we did not f- forecast for see the rain coming in. With the rain coming in, we, well, we did pr- project and uh, predict that they would play conservatively and that they did. And uh, with with where we were situated at, we'd have been lucky to post around 260 uh, if we had full quota of 50 overs considering that. Harris and uh, Imam were batting and it was um, Sir Fras to follow with Asif Ali and then the tail. So we would have actually done quite well if we had crossed 260 but then we might have struggled to defend it but then uh, it would have been uh, like a lot of, I know for a fact a lot of people were hoping to see Mohamed Amir bowl in these conditions because he thrives on these kinds of conditions. Sir, you know, the last delivery where he went down or God knows what he was doing and he tried to get himself stumped out, sir. Your, your I opinion on that? I, I, I don't know where that shot came from either because what he's been doing well so far in the past few games where he has scored is that he's one of the few batsmen uh, who allows the ball to come to him as well. Uh, you can see the difference between uh, Harris O'Hale, the way he uh, approaches his game and the way Imam al plays. The thing with Imam al is he either has an off-drive or uh, a flick on the leg side and that's about it. And when he gets bogged down, he comes down the wicket, charges down and tries to hit a shot for six down around the mid-wicket area. Whereas Harris Sohail, he, he plays from the crease and he lets the ball come to him and he works around at good angles. So that that uh, specific delivery of him coming down the wicket, I think it was to Adil Rashid. And I don't know how the wicketkeeper actually got the ball in his armpit. He failed to collect it and couldn't stump him. And uh, yeah, it was a good lifeline. But then I would have wanted Pakistan to play at least 50 overs because this series in specific is supposed to be there 
for uh, the preparations of the World Cup. And currently, what we saw from today was they were scared and things don't look good. Sir, sir, they scared. Sir, it's a psychological thing, and I think that had a big impact on Harris's shot. I don't know what he was trying to do. They're looking telling, sir. Yeah, okay. Sir, please explain to me what Hassan Ali is doing in the team over Mohammed Hassan. I, I, well, that I think currently Hassan Ali is purely playing based on uh, his brand name that he managed to make through the PSL and well, uh, the Champions Trophy. Unfortunately, like he's been with the team for some time now, but uh, if I ask you or if I ask anyone, what is his wicket-taking delivery? You you won't be able to pinpoint it out because what he does is he either relies on change of pace or a line and length. Or what he used to do well was he used to bring the ball in uh, to the right-handers when he first came onto the scene, and he take it away from the left-handers. But off late, he's been failing to do that, and for some odd reason, he's been banging it short because he did get a couple of wickets off the short ball caught at deep mid, uh, deep mid wicket. If you remember Champions Trophy final, he did that with Dhoni, but. Uh, that is a high-risk uh, possibility. Ten feet either side of that fielder, and you're going for runs for for a, for a boundary. So right now, I think Hassan Ali is all over the place, and because he did well in the Champions Trophy, he was the man of the tournament and the bowler of the tournament. They're playing him. It was. If you look at it, that's he got those awards. Allah maafi re. Champions Trophy 2017. Sir, the question was, what is he doing in the team over Mohammed Hassan, who is a pacer, not us? He's just on his on his reputation and nothing else. He's not done enough. I mean, in PSL he was the highest uh, wicket taker, but that was because he was opening the ball and he was bowling with the new ball. They're not even doing that with him uh, ever since he's we've been on this tour. Uh, so I think uh, they're confused. They don't know which bowler has what role to do, and uh, they need to figure this out very quickly in these uh, the remainder of the four matches. So the decision to not play Yasser Shah. Yeah, I think that was on the cards uh, purely because Yasser hasn't had a good few uh, last few ODI matches, and I think he's purely there as a backup spinner, and they're hoping that by the World Cup, uh, Shadab would be back into the team, and and they'll just uh, start him with that first match versus the West Indies. Sir, I think Yasser is invaluable to the team. He brings another dimension. It's a leg spinning dimension which we need. We need a spin option in the team that's viable that has experience. He just run really bad. I mean, okay, he went for a few rounds in the county games, but when it comes to the actual match day games, he can perform. And he's a passionate player who plays with heart. And you know, he's a patron, and you know, they bring a certain, you know, like chivalry to the game. And he should be included in in, in these matches. So as a Warm up for the World Cup. They can tell us now about. I agree with you that he should be tried at least in this series because if you remember, he played the 2015 World Cup, but they played just they played him in one match, and that was that two versus India, who's historically been good players of spin, but they don't play him against you know the the South Africans or the British or or the Australians, and and maybe they can try that out uh, versus England in this series. So, sir, what about the England squad? England squad was good. Uh, I think we, in the pre-match analysis, we were kind of spot on uh, with 
the picks that we saw coming with Jofra Archer, uh, Vokes, uh, they were continuously beating the bat. And then when the sun came down and, and you saw the pitch getting a bit hard and the likes of uh, Stokes and Arvid Rashid came in, it looked like for a bit that uh, it'll get easier to bat on. Uh, and, and the toughest phase of the game was probably behind us. Uh, but other than that, I, I think... Uh, these guys, they they know how to exploit the conditions. So they might actually be picking their team uh, based on the conditions because it is expected that uh, the remainder of the season you would see such showers and, and cloud cover coming in. So today's team was beatable, but because we got the worst toss, it was the worst toss to lose and a good toss to win for England, uh, they did make the most of it for the period that they had. So we would have destroyed this England team today. What about Moin Ali not being in the England squad? It's actually a great point, Uriah. It's actually been debated over that uh, every team in this World Cup should ideally go with two spinners. And uh, however, England seems to be a little confused about it. And I think uh, this was a topic of a discussion, but because he was in the IPL, they didn't want to. Uh, rush him back into the team and I think he'll be back uh, around the second or the third ODI. So isn't it disrespectful that England, half of their team is returning or still returning or still uh, playing in the IPL and you know they're sending out these B players to perform against us. Isn't it disrespectful for the ECB to go up against the PCB and Play, if you look at it, they did have their entire team. Uh, well, actually, all teams had their, their key players playing in the IPL. South Africa had Rabada and Stain. And, and there's news coming in that Rabada might be injured because of the IPL. He was he, uh, he missed a few games and now he's been flown back to South Africa. I think uh, the, the, the majority of the teams, uh, the boards, took IPL as a good practice for the World Cup for some odd reason, even though uh, the format is different and the conditions are different. However, having said that, uh, for this series, England did call their players back in with a full-strength English team. You had the likes of Jason Roy uh, as the 12th man, who he didn't even get into the team. If I was Ashley Giles, I would have made sure Jason Roy and Butler get a game in together. Uh, but then again, uh, they do have the players back in the team, but I guess they're just trying to give them some rest uh, because they've had a busy season. So about the Pakistani team selection, playing Sartu Ali and Fahim Ashraf and the inclusion of Asif Ali. Let me throw you a curveball right there, Samabai. What would you have selected if you were in charge? Who would you have gone with? So, Sir Asif Ali is not, has not proven himself. He's been giving ample opportunities at the one-day level and he just hasn't done enough. So, and you know, it's uh, I, I have nothing against Asif Ali, but like I, I wouldn't have picked him. I would have picked the other chap, Abad Ali. Yeah. Because he's shown that he has the consistency and the determination to stay at the yeah. wicket. Asif just comes in and he starts slogging the ball. Yeah. And, you know, maybe in the last 10 over, something like that, would benefit us, but most times Pakistan's like three down, four down, and and it's like 20, 30 overs gone. So I I, I don't know. And then you know on top of that, uh, Hassan Ali should not be in the team. 
I like Fahim not not from a bowling perspective but from a batting perspective and an all-round perspective because he can do both. Right. I think uh, so that's fine. That's the catch 22 situation that the board seems to be in because Abdullah is an opener, right? And uh, they they think that they want to persist with Imam and Fakhir give them a good run, which is why in case one of them gets injured, Abdullah would come in as an opener. uh because he's he's also like a touch player but he's good from what we've seen him so far and your power hitters uh, you you do need power hitters in the modern day cricket style and you have the likes of uh, Imad Wasim Fahim Ashraf uh, Fahim Ashraf and uh, Asif Ali and Shadab as well was considered an all-rounder uh Asif Ali comes in with the reputation of being the hardest hitter in Pakistan currently which I would kind of agree with but he's not as consistent as I'd like him to be I've seen some other people in the domestic circuit who can hit the ball harder and more consistently have great averages and strike rates this this chap you guys can look him up his name is Khushdil Shah he's a 24 year old averaging close to 50 in list A and has the most sixes for any Pakistani in the last 3 years however he was he was a uh, skip when uh, the the entire uh team was being announced he was the highest second highest scorer in the Pakistan cup right before this so, so we've seen something like this happen with with our our jigger uh, Fawad Alam and i don't understand why they keep picking players who have been given chances and haven't performed like Asif Ali in this format of the I think this this whole debate so, about international exposure and they just don't put them right in uh for some reason when they can when they should give them a run in some form Uh I think Asif Ali was playing in the Pakistan Cup as well and this guy that I mentioned Khushdil Shah he was outscoring out hitting him with easy scored a 150 100 of 60 balls uh another 150 of I think 70 balls uh and and he had a good technique however Asif Ali if he comes through he can smash it but he everyone has figured out his weakness against uh, short ball and and uh, as such so let's see how how he fares up he's not in the main world cup squad yet i think they're looking at him based on the performances for the uh, england series currently so sir what about our lack of bowling depth you know in this match we only had two specialist bowlers and uh, amir and shaheen Yeah, I know, right? So, um you say you like Fahim Ashraf, but I think Oh, uh, sir, sir, Astaghfirullah. The man is a uh, all-rounder, sir. He's not a specialist bowler. Come good with the bat and he came in with a reputation much like Asfali that he's one of the biggest power hitters that we have. We saw glimpses of him, but he, like he's averaging what around 12, which is not good enough. I mean, you can uh gamble with the better bowler instead of Fahim Ashraf and you're actually opening the bowling with him you see, we saw that in the T20s so if i was if it was me i would actually go for a specialist uh, bowler that's what we did in 92 it worked for us and that's what we did in 99 and uh, uh, maybe instead of Fahim Ashraf you can get in someone like Hasnain so imagine opening with someone sir nahi nahi sir usko nikale sattu ali ko sattu ali ko nikale aur so bring the kid in yeah, so, so, so imagine you know opening with the likes of maybe amir and shaheen first change is hasnan and then kya baat hai that, you kya have baat you know what someone like uh, yeah then imad and uh, and fahim can you know come in and but we still need 
a spinner in the form of chala shadab hota he would have done 10 overs there i think they're counting on uh, fees eventually to come good yes astaghfirullah sir astaghfirullah chhod de it since it's his last world cup i think they'll share the burden with <laughs> what what is he playing sir he's he's uh, not fit yet but he's in the team so haris will can bowl a bit and hafiz i think they'll be sharing their quota of 10 overs डेवलपमेंट That would have put him in a advisory uh, capacity. Your thoughts on that? Sir? I think Real Yunus quick. Khan is an amazing uh, person when it comes to learning how to play the game. I remember someone like A. B. De Villiers crediting him to to show him how to play the sweep shot and, and like how the position he gets in. They were orthodox. He knows how to play the long game, and uh, the kids can learn a lot from him. But having said that, Yunus Khan. has had a, a history of um, issues with the board i think sometimes he does have the tendency to get on a high horse which which he, i don't know it's it's upsetting because you you've seen the likes of drevet uh give unconditionally to their under 19 circuit and i think the young kids can learn a lot from him and maybe uh, yunus khan needs to put the country first and uh maybe put his ego second sir yunus khan has been one of the most fit batsmen in pakistan's history the man has always given 110% i think this is the board's fault uh this is a big 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 loss for them they should have come to an agreement they should have basically agreed to anything that yunus would have said and yunus would have been a great boost for the youngsters I, i think this is a deal on that you know the thing with yunus khan is that he new like how do you get his head in the right position when playing a shot now those are little basics exactly. when you that you work on as as little kids they can they can change the way you uh, approach the game and this is the right time on on you know giving guidance to these youngsters who are the future for the country sir finally sir do you see any changes being made to the squad for the next match Unfortunately, I think uh, Mickey would persist with the same squad until he sees that Pakistan is losing the series. Then he might want to make some changes. This is the pattern that we've seen him uh, conduct. Uh like we mentioned earlier, Yasser Shah, I don't think he would uh come into the team until Mickey sees there's a dead rubber on. So, I think it'll be the same team going in on the next match. Sir, what's going on with Fakhar? Fakhar, Fakhar is one. Yes, sir. No. All right. So, yeah, I was actually disappointed on uh, Fakhar as well. Uh, he was playing very fluently in all the practice matches, and that's the style of play that suits him best. Ball coming onto the bat, free-flowing drives. But uh, I think today he got a good cherry slanting across him. and uh, went for uh, wasn't up to the pitch of the ball went for a drive and i think it was on the second step 
caught and uh, that happens sometimes but i'm still counting on him to be our main batsman for uh, this season and if he does well even if imam gets out early i think he can uh, play the way where the others batting around him can 